Welcome to the Business Leadership Experts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping provide leadership solutions to small and medium-sized business owners. We'll talk to business experts on establishing company strategy, trends on leadership development, challenges of company culture, and understanding company finance. Now, here's your host, Mike Temple. Welcome back, leaders. I'm Mike Temple of Business leadership experts. And whether you own a business or not, look, I'm sure all of you have heard that individuals are quitting their jobs and what some are now saying are record numbers. They've even deemed this thing the great resignation. Look, there are various reasons why this is happening, but nonetheless, if you're a business owner or you're the leader of an organization, you're finding it hard to fill your, your current job openings. This is not the first time our economy has had a tight job market when it comes to finding applicants to fill open positions. It's also not new are the reasons why employees are quitting their prospective jobs. Now, this is a never ending cycle. It'll continue to be a part of our economy. This it just happens. I can tell you that the responsibility though, for this happening, now, you know, here's the part most people don't like it's both the business owner and the employee's fault. Now, there's a very good article, extremely good piece that I came across. It's written by Jerrica Glasper that I think outlined the consistent top 10 reasons why employees leave their job. I've been a a leadership and a strategy advisor for 10 plus years. But for that, I was a business owner myself. My observations align with hers. But where do I get my data? I take copious notes of almost every individual client meeting and always of my strategy sessions. See, that's thir- that's about 13 volumes full of client meetings. I'm probably finishing up volume 14 right now. Now, there's a way to help reduce losing key employees and no, it is not 100% effective. But in my experience of doing this for quite some time, it has helped reduce employee turnover. Now, if you're an employee, hang out until the end of this part All right, and I'll show you how you can reduce your dissatisfaction with your career. First, I'm gonna give you Jerrica's top 10. Then I'm gonna go back and give you my thoughts and experience on how you can avoid them. Well, number one, a lack of new challenges. Number two, a lack of autonomy and trust. Number three, disengagement. Number four, Lack of recognition. Always. That's always in there. Number five, a lack of opportunities for growth. Number six, bad management from supervisors and their leadership teams. Number seven, concerns about the stability of the business. Now, this probably happened over the, the pandemic that we experienced a few years ago, and it always happens in new startup companies. It's just a part of the environment. Number eight, stress and overwork, especially for remote workers. Now, they experienced experienced this during the pandemic, and they may experience it even more so as we move to some organizations or move into a hybrid uh, workplace. Number nine, a negative work environment. Number 10, lack of communication. Now, leaders, to help overcome this, there are a few things that you can do, and it's tied to company strategy and creating company culture You heard me right. It's the foundations. It's the company strategy and your culture. Let me tell you what I mean. 
company mission. Your mission describes why your company exists and what you're trying to accomplish. Your mission should start to attract people to the company why. That gives them a bigger picture of what they can be a part of. You need to communicate on a consistent basis what the company mission is. All business decisions are funneled through the company mission, company vision. Let's talk about this. Your vision outlines where you are going and when you plan to get there. Vision addresses your growth objectives and, you know, and, and moving towards your growth objectives should create both new growth opportunities. See how that works and new challenges. Here is where you assign specific accountabilities and goals to individuals, employees. They need to know, not randomly, but specifically what they're accountable for and how they will be measured for success. This allows them to know how they fit into the big picture. This gives you an opportunity to cut down on disengagement. They need to be trained to a certain level of expectation on how to execute their function. Now, once you've trained them to a certain level, you need to be able to step back. And yes, you can make training adjustments towards what they are accountable for. By training towards what they are accountable for, this helps establish some trust between the leadership team and the employee and should lend itself to more autonomy over time. You're going to have to step back and trust your employees. When an employee hits their objective, listen, They need to be recognized for that achievement. It's not a small thing. It's a big thing. They need recognition. Heck, when the overall company objectives are hit, the organization should pause and celebrate those those accomplishments. Do this again with the company staff because this is, again, what helps cut down on disengagement. Conversely, if objective growth objectives are missed, it's best that you be clear with the company about what happened. All right? Discuss what your plan is to to get back on track. As long as you're open and honest about company setbacks, in my experience, I have found employees will be patient. They'll be understanding. If you're true to your vision, employees might provide solutions to help get the organization back on track. See, as long as as you're focused towards your mission and towards the vision, This provides parameters for employees to provide some really good ideas on how to get back on track. This type of exchange reinforces communication and it helps reduce concerns of stability within the business. Now, communication, it's a two-way street. If you want employees to listen to you, leaders, you need to be open to listening to employees. Yeah. The next part I'm going to highlight, this this part catches almost every leader off guard. Employees are not loyal to the company's strategy. Strategy. Yeah, it's just a roadmap of where you want to go. Employees, they're loyal to the culture. It's the culture that dictates how things get done. And that includes the execution of the company's strategy. If leaders do not purposely create their culture, It's going to form on its own. And if that happens, you have no idea what you're going to be getting. Your company culture should dictate how your organization gets things done and how you respond to various situations. Culture is a set of 
actions and attitudes that can be displayed and recognized. Your company values should be so important that you hire based on your values. You promote employees based on your values. And if it's necessary, you may have to let some people go because they did not display your values. Above all else, the owner and the leadership team must be the primary examples of the company values. If the company owner or the CEO, the president, whatever, if they don't display the values, you can't expect your primary leadership team to display the values. And if the leadership team does not display the values, you know where this is going. You cannot expect the rest of the organization to hold the values as well. It's imperative that you hold each other accountable to those values by purposely creating your company values and and then holding each other accountable to them. This helps cut down on poor leadership in a negative work environment. Now, I've done this for a few years and I know it's not easy to do. That's why so many employees, though, are disenchanted with their current work environment. Leaders, now, right now, more than ever, it's important that you develop your strategy and that you purposely create your values. Employees, let's address your part in this cycle. <laughs> what you have to realize here, not every organization is, to, is created to fulfill your life's work or what your calling in life is, that's on you. Now, how can you avoid your own personal great resignation is by doing exactly what I asked business owners to do. Do you know your personal career mission? What are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to accomplish? And why do you want to do that? What is the vision for your career? Where do you want to be in three to four years? I know it's kind of a cliche, but it's true. Where do you want to be? What position do you want? What salary are you, are you going to be striving for? Do you know your core principles and can you articulate those actions and attitudes to them? If you don't know the answer to those questions, I tell you what, it's okay. All right. Sometimes it just takes a while to discover the answers there. But if you don't know your personal mission and vision, you really can't expect your potential employer or your current employer to do so as well. You can't hold them to the standard if you're not willing to do it. In the event that you do know what your personal mission and your vision and your core values are, may I suggest that you ask your prospective employer or your current employer, all right, what the organization's mission and vision is. Ask what their company values are and if they can articulate specific examples as to what their values look like. Now, look, be leery here of some cookie cutter responses to these questions. When I say cookie cutter, I mean answers to their company mission, you know, some generic stuff such as we strive to take care of our customers. Who doesn't? Or to be the industry leader in, you know, fill in the blank. You know, cookie cutters to answers of the company vision would be something like in three years, we want to be the market leader or to, to grow to, you know, some obtuse number of revenue. When you ask about company culture, look for something that's unique rather, sorry about that, <laughs> rather than something that is, you know, that everybody else says, you know, things like we work hard, we're honest, continuous improvement. Now, well, who isn't? Now, if you can see the value in the company mission and how you can contribute to the vision and their values align with your values, congratulations, you've found a match. But as I mentioned before, 
whatever standard you hold the organization to, you in turn must be able to hold yourself to the same standard. As we ask organizations to reinvest in themselves, I strongly encourage employees to invest in themselves by exploring what their personal vision, mission, and core values are. Leaders, thank you so much for watching. Now, I'd like to hear from both sides, leaders and employees. I'd like to hear from you. What have your challenges been during this, during this time of the great resignation? Until next time, I'm Mike Temple, business leadership experts, and I want to thank you so much for watching. You've been listening to the Business Leadership Experts podcast hosted by Mike Temple, where we engage with experts in business growth for small and medium-sized companies. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please let us know what you think through our social media channels on Facebook, LinkedIn, and our website at templeexecutivecoaching.com. We would love to hear from you.